whenever you're ready. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking, can-am soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss. Hey, Todd, how are you doing, brother? Good, Jeremy. How about yourself? <sighs> I'm tired. We're busy, and I'm tired, but it's good. It's uh, it seemed like the Christmas rush wasn't going to happen this year, and then just pop how like Cyber Monday was just so so dumb. Oh, it was crazy. Did you do any shopping for uh, Black Friday or Cyber Monday? No, I did not. Yeah. Smart. I uh, I shopped on Tuesday. Um, one, I hate the idea of Black Friday cyber BS. I just do, because um, then it, you know, it encourages all the sheep to incur a lot of credit card debt. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, or or the people who can't afford it, you know, and are still of weak mind, buy things they don't need. Anyway, yeah. I uh, I was like, you know what? I think if I don't do anything, I'll get these all these ads for, you know, cheap stuff on Friday and then Monday. And but if I don't buy anything, I bet you, instead of thirty percent off Monday, I'm going to get something better on Tuesday. Really. And I did. Really? Yeah. You're you're like gaming it. <laughs> That's crazy. Hmm. So what'd you buy on Tuesday? A pair of pants. Oh, right on. Since I've been losing weight. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the thing with a change like that is that you got you need a whole new wardrobe basically. I guess your socks are probably still good. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Huh. You know, Steph's like she has her little, she has an old MacBook Air. It's a twenty from twenty seventeen out in the office, <clears throat> and it has stopped working. Like, wouldn't connect to anything wirelessly, like the you know the Cricut or the printer. And usually, like every ten minutes, it would just boot her off the internet. And so she's been frustrated with this for like a couple months. And I've been telling her, I'm like, buy a new computer. Just go buy one. Just do it. And uh, I'm not, I'm the kind of guy, okay, if I need a tool, I buy that tool. Or if I have a tool that's not working properly, I replace it. Like when you're doing work, I, in my mind, it's never worth having an object hold you up. You know, if you're waiting on something and there's a more powerful version of that thing, you go buy it because that's just how it is. You know, you need to be efficient <clears throat> within reason, of course. But um, anyways, I guess Apple had, they never ever have sales, but they had this thing over the weekend. You, you buy anything, I think, like like watch or nothing's cheap there. Like obviously access, accessories and peripherals, but you got a two hundred and eighty dollar gift card for Apple. And so Steph saw that she's like, oh, okay, that'll be good. So we went and bought our new MacBook Air, and we went on Saturday, and they have these lineups to kind of control the number of people that are in there, and. We stood in line, and it was funny because there's a family from our church that was probably like eight or ten people in front of us. And uh, so Steph asked them, like, how long have you guys been in line, yada, yada. And, and we didn't have time because we were going to church on, on Saturday evening. So we stood in line for like five minutes, ten minutes, realized it's not moving and we don't have time, so we left. And then we're going back on Monday because the kids have karate like two minutes from this mall that we were at with an Apple store. And then we go back on Monday, and same thing, this lineup. And I stayed in line for over an hour. And the thing that really pissed me off is that there's people that would come in. This one little guy, I, I wanted to punch him in the face. He's this, looked like a, a petite man. Looked like a, not like a granola crunching outdoors backpacker, that kind of guy. Like the way he was dressing, you know, you could tell that he was really, he was an outdoors person, but he was really small, lightweight. And he had uh, a foot brace on. 
and crutches. And they come in and they observe the situation like, oh man, this lineup's crazy. And I was kind of a little bit more towards the front. And so his wife goes and goes to the very back of the line. And then he goes and sits down because they've got all these couches. This is right at right near the entrance of the mall. And he's waiting, waiting, and he's getting bored, getting bored. And then he looks at the lineup and he's looking around. And then he just goes in with his little crutches, just hobbles on in right past the line and goes up to an order, like a pickup order if you place an online order and told them, showed him what he wants on his phone and walks out with a, he bought an iPad and he comes out and this little rat faced man comes out and he stops at the entrance of the store and he's got an iPad in his hand. He's got this smirk, like, look what I just did. And his wife's like, what? And he's like, and he holds up an iPad and waves and he's got this smirk. I'm like, you asshole, you know? Like all of us realize that we're doing this and then you smug little prick, you just walk in there. I'll, honestly, I wanted to take that crutch and just punch, just beat his face, man. I was so frustrated and I was getting really surly in, in the Apple store because what's the point of making people stand in line if you're not going to enforce it? I saw five people in about 20 minutes, look at the lineup, start walking towards it and then just kind of do an attitude adjustment, walk straight in and they all left before I got in there and they weren't picking up orders. So it's like, this is totally stupid. You're making the passive people sit around and do nothing. So I got, oh man, I was angry. I wanted to take my gum out that was in my mouth and just jam it into a keyboard of one of their MacBooks, but I didn't. No, the I in his iPad would have stood for internal because mm. it would have been right up his wazoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, that pisses me off. And, and so next time, like I need a new computer. I don't know, I don't know. It mine's on the on the verge. Like every time I edit a video, crash. I think we talked about that last week. But <clears throat> at the same time, I'm also I don't want to always be buying the latest and greatest, you know. But I know for sure that the next time I go get something Apple, I am not standing in that lineup because you don't have to. You don't have to. I saw five people just walk right in there, and then even people that had come in afterwards, they're like, "Okay, what do you want?" I was like, "We're just picking up this iPad Air," and then they've got the people that have a little i. No, no, no uh, I'm MacBook Air. And they have people with a little iPad that work there. And they're like, yeah, we got those in stock. So just stand over here and someone will come help you. And so once you get inside, you have to wait for like 20 minutes. And there's tons of people that were like five people behind me in line that had got their purchases and left. I'm like, what is the point of this? And so I, Steph was with me. I said, honey, just, just go up there and grab someone. Be like, I need this iPad. Because I'm not like, it's not like I want to ask questions. I know the exact features, the exact specs I want. Just give it to me and charge me and I'm on my way. Oh, I was so frustrated. So frustrated. I've never had a bad experience shopping at Apple, but this was terrible. Not not pleased. I've never had a good experience. Really? In person. Hmm. Yeah, online is online, but... Um... Never had a good experience in an Apple store. And I think it's because I, well, no, because Apple people suck. You know, the granola eating. Yeah, they're weird. Um, Yeah, I won't finish that statement. <laughs> all, all kinds of men. Like it, that, the most eclectic bunch of employees. So we've got a couple Apple stores in Calgary and they're all in, I think they're all in malls. But you go there and they'll be like, Literally someone who looks like she could be my grandmother, like really old, looks like she'd be technically completely useless. And then you'll have, of course, you got the token couple of people with like purple hair, you know, kind of woke libtards. And then you get just like some guy that looks like he lives in his mom's basement, like 350 pounds, can hardly walk, hasn't showered because his hair just tells you that it's not clean. And then you'll get people that look normal. And it's the weirdest smattering of human beings ever. Like, if you want to see all different types of people, just you go to one of our Apple stores here. And it seems that that's what they, they hire for diversity, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, it was, a, it was kind of frustrating. I was, I was, so from the time I stood in line to when we got our product and left was like an hour and 20 minutes. Ugh. And it's, it's a thing. I was like, why didn't we just place the order online and go in for the pickup? You know, that's how we normally do it. But the good news is the computer is working fantastic. And all the wireless printing works again and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I was, I was watching Steph's computer and his, it was even sluggish, like loading web pages. And I'm like, no, this, 
like you, you pay for other infrastructure you got like we got the satellite internet whatever it is you, what if your computer is this sluggish you're you're wasting all the stuff you've done the back end to get a good internet and be efficient and do work quickly when your computer's a hold up you know so oh, that's yeah. good get that like, replaced and all things aren't created equal because i got a brand new oh a one-year-old redid by apple with all new stuff um enormous uh you know desktop <clears throat> pro uh apple computer right in front of me your imac got the latest and greatest iphone and a little bit older but not old ipad right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of them uh use the internet differently it's so mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. Like the uh, two and a half gigahertz side of the router, this computer, the pro, the desktop, um, it uses every ounce of it, right? Mm. The phone, the iPad will not, but they'll use every bit of the five gigahertz. It's mm. just weird. Yeah. But, How do you like your iMac? I'm not a fan. Um, no. And I'm a fan all at the same time. <laughs> uh. It has the it has some things that you can't do anything about, can't fix them, and that sucks. Hmm. Uh, like on the just normal screen, right? Like hmm. right now, I've got my uh, email open and the Roadcaster Pro little app thingy, hmm. right? And the, the, you can't change how big the font shows up, you know, mm. can't. That's now annoying. I can do that in Safari or, you know, uh, certain window, uh, word, uh, that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. not on the computers, you know, the, the basic Apple stuff. Can't That's do weird. it. Really? Yeah. Mm. Now when on my laptop, I could. And it's a huge complaint across uh, Apple. And it's been there since like day one. Hmm. They just refuse to do anything about it. That's weird. Because I was looking at maybe getting an iMac like that. Like I've always had MacBook Pros. And truth be told, like I don't. And they used to, like, especially like when we lived in our fifth wheel. I mean, I couldn't tell you where I was going to be editing a video. I might be doing it at the counter there. I might be doing it at a Starbucks. But generally, I'm editing a video now, and I've got a dedicated office space. I'm gonna, And even when in our other place, sometimes I do it at the kitchen counter. Uh, sometimes I do it out in the garage or downstairs in the little recording studio I had. But now I, I do it out in my office because I've got a space for it. And I was like, I don't need a laptop. And I, I don't think I'm going to trade anything. And like the one I have right now is a 2019 MacBook Pro. I don't know. I'm probably I'm probably going to wait for a bit because it's still working fine. It's got a terabyte hard drive. It's I don't know. It's, it's an Intel chip, so it's a the last chip they made before they went to the M1. But it's so dumb. The thing that drives me nuts is that with this model that I got, they had the little taskbar, right? And so it's you can customize it with buttons and features, and that's fine. But then they also thought it'd be a great idea to get rid of an SD card slot. And I was like, that's dumb. So I have to use dongle. And then you look at MacBook Pros now. Oh, yeah, they brought back the SD card slot. And then they also said, okay, let's get rid of the MagSafe charging. And we're just going to USB-C or USB with like three and or USB-C. And it's like, okay. And then now they're back to MagSafe. And it's just like, why? Why can't be dumb? Like that one with this, especially with the SD card slot, like the creatives, they're 99% more likely to use a MacBook, use Apple products than PCs just because they're faster. And that's not even really like nobody argues that there are people that use PCs for editing video and stuff, but the Macs are faster, full stop, Uh, photo editing, audio engineering. And so most creatives are going to be using a Mac. And then why do they take away the SD card slot? Like that is stupid, you know? Now it's back, but we'll see. 
Um, I was thinking about getting either like the <clears throat> little Mac little box and then buying a monitor or getting the iMac. And so I'd have like a basically dedicated desktop computer. But I don't know. Then I'm also like, I le- I've always had laptops. I haven't had a desktop for like 20 years. It's always been, a, you know, MacBook Pros. So we'll see. And I was looking at the, the iPads. You get the iPad Pro with like the M2 chip and stuff. And now Final Cut Pro has an app that works on. I was like, man, I wonder if you could replace a, a MacBook Pro with a iPad Pro. But I'm not convinced 100%. They yet. want you to think that, but you can't. I, my iPad is an iPad Pro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work quite as well, hey? What chip no, do you have? No, and if I had, um, you know, if I could just uh, forgive a little bit, I would go back to Windows and get a really expensive water-cooled, uh custom made PC. Yeah. That would outdo Apple. But the problem is that's what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You remember that yeah. time on the podcast? Five thousand dollar processor, not including everything else you need. Yeah. And you remember the time on the podcast probably a year ago, more. It was in our when I was in my old house. Uh, I was going through and I added every option <laughs> to a computer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that like 80,000 bucks? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I wonder, like, I wonder what it would be like to take a computer like that and use it. Like, how how fast must it be? It must be like like riding a Ferrari or something, you know? I don't know. It'd be crazy. But... Yeah, so um Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's... Yeah, you wanna know what's crazy? Yeah. Speaking of crazy. Our fine friends at Squadcast. Uh-huh. Uh last Friday, after the show, I go upstairs and get an email. I'm like, what? What is this? It was the Squadcast show podcast link from November 17th. I just got it last week. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's special. Hey? Yeah. Huh. That's dumb. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah, I get. I I probably get one out of five you send nowadays. Really? So the one did from today was that from the Squadcast or from my email? From yours. Oh wow. Yeah, I send it, and and it's funny. Sometimes it works, and so then another times I send it, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. I'm like, well, you should be on by now, but stupid thing. Like I normally come down here about seven thirty, seven forty. Um, just to get the computer warmed up and hey, just in case, um, there's like an update or something. Yeah. So if you're on and I'm, you know, not responding yet, it's not me. Hmm. Crazy. Hey, can I, uh, can I just step away for one second? Of course. Okay. Just give me two shakes. I'm going to put a flag here in a recording. So I know where, okay. One sec. All right, sorry, Todd. Not a problem. Uh, so uh, Steph's out working, um, and she just texted me. He's like, "No internet," and so she's at the shop, and I'm here, and I'm like, "Well, obviously, my internet's working because I'm podcasting." So I just had to go and plug that stupid thing, and then plug it back in. Hopefully, that works. So speaking of uh, kind of talking about tools and replacing older things, I'm looking to get a, a second dust collector. And right now, like I want, I need one in the grinding room. A couple of things I, I could do, like I've got kind of the wood shop in the back of the shop, and then I've got the grinding room. And with these signs, I use my two by seventy two to sand the ends of them, 
and then kind of round the backs over. And I'm like, okay, either I could get another a two by seventy two to keep out in the wood shop area, but I'm like, I don't really need that. Like this it's fine for me. And I have everything on a cart. Like I'm working in batches of either forty or sixty signs at once. And so they're on a cart anyways, and to walk the couple steps, you know, and then sand them all. Um but then what I do is I have to wheel my dust collector in and out of the go from the grinding room to the wood processing area for when I um, use my drum sanders and so I was like this is a pain and then Isaiah was helping me because uh, he right now he's only got one class in this semester like one class a day because uh, he's got quite ahead last year um, and I was like you know what if he if we had that somebody could be sanding the edges of somebody could be drum sanding and I was looking around end up finding there's some sales right now and I could get the exact same one I have which is a one and a half horsepower um 110 volt it's pretty good like I set clonic that whoops sorry I just great hello hello okay there we go I just made an arm gesture and unplugged my headphones this is a rough rough recording (laughs) um but yeah, and then I saw a guy has one, I was looking on Kijiji and I just typed in dust collector and he's got a 220. It's a pretty much the exact same model, a little bit bigger, uh, but a 220 volt, two horsepower motor. And I think the one I have is like 1600 CFM and this one goes up to like 2100 or something like that. But, um, and then for my wood shop, I, like it doesn't need to be on wheels like this. The one I have is on wheels and the canisters on wheels. And I don't know where this guy got the one from because it's missing the wheels. And then the the opening to the actual unit itself is like, it's an 8 inch or a 10 inch. And then they've got like a fitting on there and, and it's supposed to have three, four inch lines coming off of it. And you just cap whichever ones you're not using. But he doesn't have that piece and he doesn't have the wheels. So that's weird to me. Almost seems like, like maybe you stole a floor model. I don't know. But the price of that one is the same as the one that I currently have, the hundred, the one and a half horsepower one on its sale price. So for sale, the one and a half is like 2,200 bucks. This one, this it's on sale too. And it's like 3,400 bucks and he's selling it for 2,200 bucks. And it's like virtually new. And I'm like, that does look pretty new. And then this one comes with a remote for it. And, um, and it kind of works with the thing. So when it's plugged in, you can turn it on. Uh, I think you can actually adjust the speed on this one too. And then it's got different timers, you know. But I think that would be kind of nice to uh, to have another dust collector. And this, I've been really happy. This has like the HEPA, I don't know what, what micron, one or two micron filter. Um, before I had just those cheap bag filters that are on the top, you know, like with those uh, less expensive dust collectors. Yeah. And and I found those didn't work that good. Like there was when the sun would come in in the evenings, there was always I was like, there's a lot of dust. And there was like this one that I have now, it is it is probably 10 times better than the previous one. And man, it'd be kind of nice to have a and the other thing, too, is that the this one, it's peaks like I've got 50 amp circuits, most of them, and it trips a breaker when it starts up there's just so much to get that thing going and so i've got a couple outlets around the shop that are 20 amp breakers and so i have to i can only plug it into one of those it works for now but i was like if i've got 220 at the back of the shop there it'd be kind of nice just to set it up and then actually have a permanent spot for it and just run piping to the the things that i need done you know get an actual proper dust collection system in i think that'd be nice yeah, one of the most important things. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, like I, I probably at least once a day when we're busy, at least once a day I have to empty out my canister. Um, there's some days where I fill up. We could buy these industrial drum liners from Costco, and there's some days where I fill one of those with shavings and dust from between the planers, the router, whatever. That's a lot of byproduct you know i mean that's a lot of work happening to create that much sawdust but 
Yeah, and then this guy's also got a, a Supermax. No, it was before it was Supermax. Um, I forget what it is. But anyways, a drum sander. He's got one of those for sale too. And it's the same, very similar to the one I have. It would take the same belts. And because uh, I've got two drum sanders. One of them was the first one I bought, which I'm not super pleased with. But I use that as my roughing sander right now. So I keep 80 grit on it. And that's essentially to flatten the board out. And then... The new one that I have is a Supermax, and that's like 220 grit, and that's where I get my... just. It does an amazing job. Like, it comes out just as smooth as silk. But I was like, man, maybe another drum sander would be in order. <laughs> production, 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 you know? Yeah. But uh, fun stuff. Any tools you've been looking at? You've done anything with your... Uh, been able to drive your tractor? It's still been raining the whole time. I got it. It started raining. It stopped raining. I had company. Company left. It started raining. No I did bother. get to move it and uh, move the new implements around, but I'm having problems with one of the implements, um, but I didn't have time to, like, figure out if it just um, was on level, if I'm really going to have a problem. You know, I just didn't have time to figure mm. out if there is a problem or not. Anyway. Mm. Uh, and then yesterday, I was um, just—I had no no fuel, no no energy, mm. no nothing. Uh, I, th I thought you meant for your tractor. <laughs> no, no, gotcha. I had no nothing for me. Oh dear. Uh, it was—it it happens about once a week. Hmm. Right now, uh, a lot of it has to do with weight loss, but oh, okay, yeah. Your body's still adjusting. Yeah. But I knew, you know, to yeah, look out yeah. for it. Yeah. Well, you know, can I... Go ahead. I was just going to say, can you imagine going through that and then having a 9 to 5 you had to be at? I I had less problems when I had a 9 to 5 because uh, if my mind has something to focus on... Oh, yeah, yeah. I could probably ignore uh, a finger getting cut off. <laughs> I mean, that's seriously, crazy. that's how good my mental focus can be. Yeah. Um, just because some of the jobs I've had in the past and just basically how, you know, I am as a person. Because mm -hmm. I know people that are like worse than a squirrel when it comes to their attention span. And I know some people that a bomb can go off next to them and, uh, well, literally this guy was explosive ordnance disposal. So you, you want those people to be calm under pressure and uh, be able to focus with bombs going off around them. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's crazy. And I also knew a female that was in EOD that, and now she's, uh, has PTSD. And after she have a, had a nervous breakdown, uh, oh, wow. well, I, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, for once in my life, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't think that, um, explosive ordnance disposal is a good career fit for the female mind. No. I don't. I just don't. Because yeah. um, we've talked about it before. We're wired differently. We're supposed to be wired differently. We have different missions uh, in life. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it is. Some of yep. those missions do cross over. Yep. Um, but some do not. And I think just... The total destruction of something goes against the female creative mind. Mm. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a tough, uh, tough job, anyways. I wouldn't ever. There's certain jobs I just don't think I would ever want, and that, I think I, I don't know. I, I always feel like I handle stress, stress really well, but then I also think I don't know if I've ever actually had anything actually stressful happen to me like it's, i mean i don't know there have been tough situations but i just i don't do stress i've never i don't think i've ever felt stressed in my life like oh, and so i'm like i was thinking like okay what if i was a i don't know i was thinking about it but the other day like an aircraft controller super stressful too, job because you sound kind of stressed this time of year every year i think i'm tired 
Like I'm not stressed. A, a multitude of different kinds of stress. So yeah, I think that you know you feel the pressure, which is a different word for stress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, like I don't know. Like some people, like uh, they'll they'll go through rough patches and they'll just it'll be like, oh man, I can't. I just don't. And like they'll keep them up at night. Like, oh, I was like, I can't sleep because I'm stressed. Or they can never, like, relax and be like, I don't know. Like, I've I've seen people under stress. And I've never been in a place where I've seen other people. And I'm like, man, that must be rough. But I was thinking about, like, an air traffic controller or a super high stressful job. Or, like, what you're talking about. What What's a bomb? Yeah, bomb disposal. Yeah. Like, a job like that, that would be stressful. You know what I mean? Like in that one moment, you've got one single task and that task could end up costing multiple lives, including your own. And then when it's done like that, like, I don't know, man, that like to me, that is a stress position. Yeah. Or or, the thing about those jobs are, and I've been in some stressful situations that are very comparable to that. mm -hmm. Maybe not as much and some maybe more. Um, It's not stressful in that moment. Yeah. Afterwards, when the adrenaline uh, stops pumping and you get those uh, the dopamine rede- rejection, you're you know bye that that mm. you know. But yeah. when you're in that moment and you're solely focused, just hyper focused on whatever it is, um, you know, like uh, we had an uh, airplane full of passengers uh going off to do some things and the it was in the middle of winter and the heater we had hooked up to the airplane caught on fire oh wow not a little thing either uh and everybody was just panicking and i'm like in those in those times any kind of situation like that literally the world slows down for me Hmm. i have no stress i'm just hyper calm and I do what needs to be done and then freak out later. Hmm. You know, when the uh, earthquake hit Washington DC and I was in a building full of chickens running around with their head cut off. <sighs> Idiots go that way calmly, hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've never, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had uh like really bad, stressful situations. I, I've had a, any. I guess the worst I've ever probably been in, not stress, but like when I worked at Sanjel, I was an advanced first aider and there was two of us. And so essentially we were in charge of the first aid room and it was pretty like the, the training we got was pretty intense. It was like two weeks. Um, it's a, a requirement if you want to go to become um, like a EMT. And legally, like I could administer oxygen and you actually become a registered healthcare provider in Alberta. So that if I ever come upon an accident and there's somebody that needs help, police are not allowed to refuse me from helping. Like, you know, they can tell people stay away unless there's already professional, like an EMS or other responders. But if there's just police officers there, I can go in there. He's like, no, stay away. This is an accident scene. And I can say, no, I'm a registered healthcare provider by law. You can't keep me away. I have a right to be here. And so it was, it was a lot. Like it was intense training, learned a lot. And so I've had guys come in and a piece of sheet metal was falling. He reached out to grab it, a piece of aluminum and just like slit the palm of his hand pretty deep, man. Like you could, you could see a couple of the, the tendons or bones is like these line things going. And it's like, and that situation, it's like, okay, well, I'm not giving you stitches because they don't train us how to do that. But it's like, okay, I just got to control this bleeding. Call 911. You get the ambulance. I don't know if it's 911. I think it might have been because he was bleeding a lot when he came in. But like that situation, and there's people puking and stuff because it's just a trail of blood coming from the shop into the first aid room. And then they go in the intercom, Jeremy Gertz, the first aid room, Jeremy Gertz, the first aid room. And I run in there. And it's like, okay. And I get in, you know, gauze it up, control the bleeding. And it's pretty easy to control that bleeding. And then we're done. And then clean the, you know, clean everything up. And then we have the janitor staff clean up all the blood. But I don't know. It's like I didn't find that stressful at all. And it's like 
okay, no, we just got something to do here. But, and I think that one of the reasons I don't get stressed about like the workload that we have now, because we're like, you know, so we're starting to work at like six o'clock in the morning, we'll be out in the shop. And then it's been a little better this year because Isaiah's helped a lot more, but I still work until like six or seven at night. And it is, that's all we're doing. Like I, I literally, I didn't even get a sponsored video done this year or this month for Princess Auto. I was, I was supposed to, supposed to do one a month, but I just, I, I should have done it very in the beginning of the month, but I just, last couple of weeks, I haven't had a chance. I'm like, I haven't made a YouTube video for over a month because we're just so busy, but one thing is it's kind of like, you know what, if I get it done, I get it done. If I don't, I don't, who cares? And we're well ahead. Like the stuff that I'm, the signs I'm making today, they're going to ship tomorrow. And it was everything that was ordered on Cyber Monday. And we had like 160, 170 orders on Cyber Monday. So we're doing good. And, and our shop says everything will ship within five business days. So we're doing it within like three, two to three business days. You order it two to three days later, it's shipped out. So it's good. We're like, uh, we're on top of it. It also helps having like the wood shop set up in the back. Because last year, I was kind of doing it all from the front of the shop, you know. And so it was a really good testament to the layout that I have in our wood shop. I was like, I think it's pretty darn efficient. Like things start at one end and they just kind of move through and then they're done. So it's been good. But I am ready for it to be over, man. <laughs> I feel more exhausted than stressed right now. But because of the stupid 5 a.m. club too yeah screw that yeah i'm not the super duper vigilant on that anymore man steph is she's still up 5 a.m boom straight out to the treadmill or the elliptical i'm like wow that's good for you <laughs> but oh uh, yeah and it's december 1st today i can't believe that hey yeah, three more days. I'm 56 years old. Oh, happy birthday, Todd. Yeah. On the 4th uh, is your birthday? Yeah. Cool. Well, that's exciting. I'm, I'll be at I a lodge meeting. you should be allowed to skip every seventh year. Nobody wants a birthday on a Monday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then... Monday we have our last lodge meeting of the year and then we go dark for two months so have to do some visitation <sighs> y'all do um, widows widow visitation yeah like uh, in like paying you know making sure the widows of past brother brothers are yeah. doing good yep yeah mm-hmm because Steph's uh, grandpa was uh, the master of the lodge two times. And when he passed, they reached out. And I know this because joining the lodge. And they said, so how's uh, Beth doing? And I was like, oh, she's fine. So like, you know, we reached out with her and said, we always like to look after people. Said if, you know, some of the, some of the widows need help. And we've asked her if she needs any help. She need, you know, can we do anything? And she just says, no, nope, I'm fine. Thanks. And, and they're like, is she actually okay? I said, yeah, they had a lot of land. Like they, not the people you think of as wealthy, but at the same time, they've got money. Like she, she's not of any concern. So like, oh, okay, good. We just want to make sure she's, you know, not struggling to pay the bills or anything. I said, oh, no, 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 no. No, they could sell off their land and they live very modestly for how they could, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, so they, they do that. I, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know of it, but. Do you guys do that as well? Yeah. I Have you ever been a part I'm of it or anything? not up to the point of um, doing that yet. Hmm. So I got a question for you. Are they you... committees. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So are do you have any desire to go up in... Uh, what do yes. they call... You do, eh? I want Scottish right is what I want to do. Okay. My uncle and my grandpa were both uh, Scottish right. Huh. <clears throat> That's cool. 
Yeah, no, it's so it, I still don't fully un, understand. Well, I guess <clears throat> you look when you get your. So you guys get a Bible. No, no, we get a book. Uh, it's called the Tennessee Craftsman. It's just the. Uh, oh, the lectures and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we get that, but then we also get a Masonic Bible, and so it says Holy Front or Holy Holy Bible on the front. <laughs> Can you tell I'm tired? And then it's got the square square encompasses with the G, um, and is it just a King James Version Bible, Old Testament, New Testament? That's that's all it is. But in the beginning pages, it talks a little bit about Freemasonry, and then it has a chart, an organizational chart of all the different uh, lodges you can go up to. And it's crazy, some of the ones, you know, up to yeah. a 33rd degree Mason, you know. Yep. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, the the master of our lodge currently, he's never left a blue lodge. He's been a Mason for, I don't know, 30 years, 40 years. And he's like, I just have no desire to, to leave the lodge or to go up to anything else, you know. I like being in a blue lodge and, you know, travel I around like the chairs. Favorite, but... No, yeah, no. <clears throat> but then a lot of guys, um, quite a few of the guys are Royal Archmasons. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm thinking it'd, it'd be kind of cool to keep moving. A lot of the guys that do the, uh, they do a lot of traveling and they do a lot of the ceremonies. They, uh, they're like members of all of it. Mm-hmm. They've done... Scottish, they've done York. Uh, one's uh, pretty high up in the Shriners and, mm. you know, other things. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was talking with, when I was raised to a master mason, they, um, one guy was talking to me, and I was asking questions, and he said, um, he said, the interesting thing is that all these subsequent lodges you can join, they're a continuation of the story. And I was like, really? It's like, yeah. It's like, it's it goes deeper into the story. It's a continuation of what starts in the Blue Lodge. I'm like, that sounds fascinating. But it's so cool, hey? It's such a cool yeah, thing. And one of the uh, one of the gentlemen from a different lodge, but he was at one, he was at my uh, inner apprentice. And uh, he knows all of it by heart oh wow all of it that's crazy blue lodge scottish anyway uh, mm -hmm. he was he was saying uh i had some i don't know who told him and i'm kind of irritated about it but um i had some uh not complaints but you know just you know i don't I don't get this yet kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it got, I guess it got passed around and he reached out to me. He's like, yeah, that's why, you know, if I was, you know, all the new Masons that he mentors, he tells them just stick with Blue Lodge for a year. Hmm. Don't worry about anything else. Uh, you know, you can travel if you want, but always go with your mentor. Hmm. Uh, just so you don't get these feelings of confusion and mm -hmm. uh, whatever, right? Yeah. It's like, that's what he recommends. And uh, not coincidentally, I uh, ran into some things in my life and had to quit going to Lodge for a couple months. But hmm. uh, That's all cleared up now, so. I'm good. <clears throat> that's cool yeah most of the guys in my home lodge uh, that are the same five family members that are all of the officers every year uh, they all remain blue lodge hmm. and then my mentor he's the uh, district chairman oh wow so that's cool. Yeah, I think he's been the uh, master of our lodge three times, but two of them, I mean, they count, but uh, he was, 
voted in in 20, then COVID happened, so he was still the master in 21. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, our master's been two years now. I kind of wonder if they're letting him go a little longer because I don't know. I honestly don't know how long he's going to be around. He's a, like he's on oxygen. And then anytime, like if he gets a cold, man, he's like hospitalized. It, it gets pretty serious pretty quick. And then last meeting we were at, he's like, when he's doing good and he's kind of like in the healthy portion, um, he can have one of those oxygen things that just is like a pump. Um, but when he's not, he actually has to have the bottles and like our meeting, he's like, Oh, I'm out of oxygen. And I'm like, you okay. And like, like him to stand up and walk into lodge has him just like, <gasps> like really bad. And it's too bad. He had something, some disease happened. I forget what it was, but like he was always healthy, like just a healthy guy. Um, but yeah. And then, and so I'm like running out to his car, getting oxygen for him and, yeah, it's just, it's too bad, but the thing that kind of scares me is that he drives, and he's like, you guys want to drive with me? I'm like, I don't know, but, but yeah, because we always, we call carpool, because we're out, like, we meet out in Hazar, which is like, about a half an hour out of town, and so we always meet up at this one spot where they live in this gated community, and then jump into vehicles and go, but he always, I don't know why, he always insists on driving. But so he's got his oxygen. Yeah, that could be it. Hey, but even when he doesn't have the bottles, like, and he's just got this little pump, it's like size of a purse. Um, he still always wants to drive. But yeah, but yeah, I know it's fun. I enjoy lodge meetings. Yeah, I had uh, I've ridden with two other people now when they drove at separate times and one drives like a, um, how he doesn't commit vehicular homicide seven times every time he gets in the car. I don't know. Really? Um, he's speeding, which I don't mind, but he doesn't pay attention to the road either. Mm. Uh, he's one of those guys that, uh, when he talks to you in the car, he looks has to look at you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You want me to sit on the hood? You know, cause <laughs> you're not very good at this. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> he'll look straight out the window, straight at you, and we'll see, yeah. the, see the stop vehicle that's right behind you. And then the other guy drives, you know, 41 in a 65. Oh, that's annoying. Yep, yep, yep. I had one guy, I passed him. We were coming back from a a lodge, and I honestly, I didn't know at first it was him, but whoever it was, they were, that's what they were doing, you know, doing 41 to 42 in a 60-mile-an-hour zone. And I passed, in it safely, dotted <clears> line, <throat> and then next time I saw him, oh, you were in a hurry, weren't you? What are you talking about? And he explained what had happened? I'm like, yeah, you were the one doing 41 and a 60. Yeah. Yes, a hedgehog would have passed you. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Oh well, it was dark. Not for me. <laughs> That's right. Hmm. That drives me nuts when people drive so slow. You know. Yeah, I understand. I'm a little different, but, and I'll give you some leeway. Because I can understand if there are th- reasons to drive a little slower, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's this time of year. It's foggy, deer, windy yeah, yeah. road. I got it. Mm-hmm. Clear night, straight road, sixty miles an hour. Not seeing it. Yep. But at least do fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Hey. If I can still pass you and still not get to the speed limit. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. You need not be on the road. Yep. Agreed. But, you know, 
Yep, yep, yep. So it's uh, we've had like super duper mild weather here, and you're just you're talking about it's raining there. I woke up this morning; it was minus twelve degrees, and we've been having like highs of like plus ten. I'm like, man, it just all of a sudden just bang. Like we haven't had; I think most nights have barely been getting down to freezing. It's minus twelve, is ten degrees Fahrenheit. So it's getting cold here now. Yeah. yeah. Here, normally, it's a little colder. In fact, yesterday I had a memory uh, show up that was snowing from three years ago. But, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it was 61 degrees yesterday. Crazy. Yeah. But it, that night, you know, the night before, it was uh, low 20s. So you have 40-degree mm. temperature swing. Yeah, that's quite a that's quite a bit, yeah. Reminds me of Montana. Yeah. yeah no kidding, hey. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, I should probably uh probably get to work. If I want to be done before ten o'clock tonight. Oh yeah. You know we're um. It's been, this year's gone good. Every year we get a little better and a little faster. And so it's nice. Like even little things like we tried the, there's this one brand of wood filler we use. Cause if we have knots in the signs, we always film and stuff. And this is one stuff. I loved it. And I used it. I think I was type bomb. I forget who made it, but they, Steph went to grab some and I go through quite a bit. Um, I don't know, like, I know my liter size, like half a liter, probably go through half a liter of wood filler a week. And then Steph was picking some up for me and they didn't have my usual brand. And I'd be like, well, I have no choice. You just got to get something. So grab me whatever they have. And the stuff that she grabbed, it is way better, like smoother. It dries faster. It machines better. And I'm like, and it's actually made like, it, it makes it faster to apply too. And I'm like so many times, you know, just trying something new or changing up this or that. Sometimes it's worse. Like we've tried different brands of stain and this is the stuff we like. We get the best finish with it. But that's one thing I think I, the, the one thing that keeps me interested in in doing this, like it is like menial labor, but it's always just trying to squeeze out the maximum bit of efficiency and production, you know, like, okay, what's the next thing that's just going to improve it just a bit just a bit and i love that that's like one of my favorite things is to improve processes and ultimately just increases profitability you know yeah i i found this uh wood filler that is i had to buy it from europe oh wow and but it's the consistency of like a between somewhere between mastic and snot and it's okay. uh almond colored oh wow and it doesn't shrink hmm. it doesn't uh you can almost sand it with a wet sponge you know oh, wow. almost but once it and it doesn't shrink so you can put it on level it you have minimal sanding later it cures in two hours wow that's cool. And the it's actually made <clears throat> by the same parent company as I don't know if you ever heard of it, but like the little uh, joiners for uh, or biscuit joiners for woodworking, Lamello. Lamello, no, I've never heard of it. Anyway, they're made by the same parent company. They make glues and stuff as well. But anyway. Um, it's just phenomenal stuff. Just can't get it here. Hmm. That's crazy. I mean, I had I went to a woodworking store to order it, but you know. yeah. Um, and it's made for uh, industry. Hmm. So you know, time is of the essence. Uh, efficiency is of the essence. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know. And they have all these, you know, EU mandates about keeping dust down and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, that's cool. But it was pretty awesome. Now, the only problem, though, is once you started using it, the the container had a shelf life. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Hmm, right on. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, I, you'll find YouTube channels, and it'll be like a European craftsman, and uh, it's interesting to see how different they do it. They're like, even one thing in the way they wear clothes. Like, you'll find a video, and they're working at a job site. They all seem to have these like cargo type pants. Have you noticed that? Yes. Like modern workwear, and I'm like, that's. I see that and I think, okay, it was this clown working at Ikea assembling furniture, but this, I see some guys and you can tell they know what they're doing by what they're doing. And I'm like, that's interesting. They, and it's all seems like just, they all have like modern workwear. It's just weird. Yeah. You know, and I think of workwear here, I think of classic, like a Carhartt, you know, overalls or coveralls, uh, jeans, whatever, you know, I don't think of, or Dickies, like I always wear, but. It's kind of interesting. I don't interesting. know the model number off the top of my head, but uh, Carhartt has these new-ish work pants mm -hmm. that are either the exact same thing or, uh, I don't want to say a copy, but probably the exact same thing as uh, Australian, English, European work pants. Hmm. Uh, because you can... The easiest way to find them on car is go to the custom pair of pants okay. where you can change the different colors of like uh, things on the pair of pants, put mm -hmm. your own logo on them. Mm -hmm. That's actually the pair of pants. Oh, wow. And uh, one of the Australian guys I watch, Forme Industrious, he has a pair of pants. I'm like, man, those are really cool work pants. And he has talked about them before, but very, very briefly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's the same daggone pair of pants. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think it'd, uh, it'd be interesting to work in Europe just to see the differences, you know? Like, if you could do, like, a year, like, apprenticeship at some different shops and, you know, they even got, like, totally different tools, like, tools that we just don't have, you know? But kind of neat. Even though I hate it, I'd, I'd pick France. Your three three day work week, yeah, that's all. That's for me, but <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? Ugh, that's funny. And what? Well, never mind. Oh yes. Well, anything. Speaking of working. Mm hmm. Yep. <laughs> Probably should get out there. I saw the sign. That's right, eh? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Todd. Sorry it has to be a short one. Um, next week's will probably have to be short as well, if I if I can. I'm sure I, we're doing we're doing pretty good. So we're not we're not far behind. So I think we'll be all right. But like in theory, it's kind of a nice thing. Like I could not work today and just work tomorrow. Or I mean, like I could take a day off and we we still would meet the deadlines that we told the customers. But it is nice to be like, you know what? you know, over deliver. It, it feels better than most years at this time. We're, we're just keeping that five days production time, you know, like somebody orders something on Friday, we'll do our best to have it trip out the next Friday. And we're barely hitting that. So it's nice to be ahead now. We were working before cyber Monday. We were like one day. So you order a sign on Monday, we'd have it. I'd have, I'd cut it, stain it on Tuesday and then it'd ship out on Wednesday. But we've, I think we've got about an extra day in there now. But Cool, man. Well, you guys have a good weekend. You too. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, weather turns so you can get out there and play with your tractor. Monday. Right on. It'll be uh, raining today, tomorrow, Sunday. Well, it'll be a good birthday present for you then, hey? Yeah. A little tractor playtime. <laughs> right on, yeah. And you have a happy birthday on Monday too. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You bet. You guys doing anything? Going in for dinner or anything like that? Uh, no, I will probably either make hamburgers or steak. Okay. Um, right on. Because, you know, that's what I like. Yeah. Right on. Well, I hope you have a good day. 
Absolutely. And, you too. Uh, enjoy. We'll do it. Enjoy this non-life that we live, but it's good. And just remember, folks, your opinion is so valuable, it should be kept to yourself. <laughs> That's right. Don't give that away. It's worth too much. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> I'm going to use that, actually. I, I can think of probably five YouTube comments have gotten the last couple of days where I should probably send that to them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Thanks for that little gem. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch you next week. See y'all later.